connection. Instagram in a second. Okay, okay, so I'm live. And then once I get, let me fix my chair. Oh, that's as high as it goes. Um, once, yeah, hello everyone. We're live, we're just waiting. What, David? I'm gonna now try and share the link to my personal page. Cool. Here we go. See, I can see myself on my phone. See, yeah, I'm figuring out how this works now. I know. Everyone, this is like our test week. I'm just talking to Instagram. This is our test week. So, um, yeah, you'll have to bear with us the first two minutes as we just get everything um, working. Yeah, almost, there. almost there. Almost there. And then I'm going to turn down the volume on my... Remember we had that feedback on Instagram yesterday? I'm going to try to do... Yeah, make sure that doesn't happen this time. Yeah. Okay, so I think I shared it on my page. Okay, good. Then I will end this Facebook, this Instagram, and now and I'll go live again, just so when we have the saved one. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And then Save. if I go to Facebook, if I go to David Giffen, author. Yeah, I think that, I think we're going to use Restream or Vimeo. And we're going to find a way yeah. for this to all do itself automatically because. Uh, I fully support that. Yeah, it can be done. We can certainly do it, but I know. I don't see you live on Instagram. Okay, I'm gonna go live now. Oh, okay, sorry. All right. I'm gonna accept it, then I'm gonna put it in this cool little holder that I have. Awesome. Okay, I've oh I didn't want to share it to my story. I wanted to share it to my page. Okay. Yay. Share to my profile. Woohoo. We have started. Okay. So we're all, I'm live on your Facebook. Yeah, we're live. We're live on Facebook right now on both of, and, on both of our Facebook profiles. All right. Awesome. And then do you want to go to Instagram and I'm join? On, I'm going to open right now and then I'm going to, I'm going to get, get you live. And or once you're, are you starting it or am I starting it? I started it already. You just need to find me. Oh. Do you want me to log off? No, I can find you. On Political Wife Life? Yeah. I don't have you live here. All right. Let's try this once more with feeling. I apologize. I hope that's not me. No, 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 it's me. I'm pretty sure it's me. Remember we had this trouble yesterday? It's like it's being wonky. I'm going to try turning off my Wi-Fi. Maybe that will help. Do, do, do. Let's go to Instagram. I want to do a Facebook I've watched these things so many times where people are just trying to fit. They're trying to figure out their, their tech, their tech. And I always feel bad for them. It's in, you know, so I, I feel okay. You know, this happens to lots of people. Okay. Hang on. Oh, we're going to go to live. Oh, here we go. Just trying to check in connection. So what I didn't do is turn on the Wi-Fi on my phone. So it's just, we're doing it. Okay. Hello, everybody. This is Kate from Political Wife Life. And I'm here with my co-host, David Giffen. How are you, author. You don't have me on it. Oh, there you are. Here we hey. go. I found you. But I need your, here we go, request to join. We need you to request me. There we go. There we are. Ooh, we have five people on. I'm going to wave at you. David joined. Ooh, Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Dwyer. Thank you for joining. Waiting for David to request to join. I did, didn't I? Mm, can you do it again? Oh, there oh, you David, you know, it just says you joined. Oh, view request. There we go. 
Nope, that was Golf Girl. And Giffen on the way. I want Giffen on the way. Okay, do it again. No? No, because I had two people, Golf Girl, who I don't know who that is. Um, I'm going to hang up and try it again. Yeah. And now, delete video, discard, and we're going to go, oh, it always does this. I have to, like, reclose Instagram. Okay, we're doing a live. Checking connection. All right. I'm now live. Hello, everybody. Once more with feeling. Welcome to the Kate and Dave show. Hope you're having a great lunch. Um, we have a lot of things in store for you today. Just waiting for Mr. David Giffen, the best-selling author, to request. Hi, David. I see that you're on lots of people. I just need, I don't want anyone else to request to join unless you're David Giffen. All right, there's Giffen. Go live with Giffen. All right, can we do this? How are we doing? Well, I'm just waiting for you. Oh, there you are. Okay, great. So... Am I in the I can't actually see it. Am I in the, the Instagram photo? You are. We're getting feedback. How are we doing? I think we have it working. How about P? Are people saying that we can uh, that it that it's okay? Because yesterday I know there was some feedback. There was feedback, but I think I have my headset in today. So everyone, if you're watching, can you leave a comment and tell me? David, can you put your headset in too? I feel like no? My headset was part of the problem yesterday because I... It, oh, it was, Michelle says it sounds good. If it sounds good, it sounds good, then I'm down. All right. Yay. Okay. Really great day today. Um, I'm going to start with the important thing to me because um, the rest of the show is about David. Um, so, David, you're a guy. You probably don't get this. No one has seen me wear lipstick in over a year because, one, I either don't wear it or, two, if I do wear it, it's under a mask, right? So, hello, everyone. I'm excited for this chance not only to hang out with my friend David, have some great conversations, help with the isolation, and hopefully bring everyone a little bit of joy. I also get to wear lipstick and have people see it because if, if a tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it, did you even bother wearing lipstick? So today is a tangerine color, and that's all I'm going to say. Now we're going to move on to the important part. Mama's birthday. David Giffen is celebrating not his first, but his second birthday in lockdown. Man. Happy birthday. You know, I know. Isn't it kind of crazy that mm -hmm. this is year two? I said, to, uh, I said to a friend of mine the other day, how many years of this will it take before we start to feel as though this is actually now normal, that, that this is just what it's like? Yeah, um, it's very strange for it to be a second year, uh, but four zero, four zero, Kate. I don't like it. I don't like anything. You don't like better. it? No, I don't but you like look it. really young. Do you have a lot of gray? In my beard. In your beard? Okay. But the good thing about being a guy is when you get gray hair as a guy, it's like distinguished and attractive. When it, when you go gray as a woman, your hairdresser's closed. It's like a dead mouse. A mouse crawled on your head and died. You know. I, I'm not sure I agree because I will tell you, you know, we joked today it being uh, Star Wars Day, may the 4th mm -hmm. be with you, um, that you might come wearing your uh, Princess Leia hair. Oh, I forgot. Um, Darn. Yeah, I was wondering if you're going to do it. And, you know, um, 
I wash my hair. The thing about it's Star Wars, and the thing about Princess Leia, and I'll get to convincing you later about Star okay. Wars. But, you know, uh, she's not really Princess Leia anymore. She's General Leia, leader of the Resistance Army. And she's got some grays, and she's pretty badass, actually. So, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. General Leia. So, who plays the actress of grown-up General Leia? It's Carrie Fisher, before she died. Oh, is she still? Yeah. Oh, because I thought she was dead. Yeah. Yeah, when, yeah, when Disney, Disney bought uh, Lucasfilm, I don't, even, mm -hmm. I don't know enough about this to talk about it uh, authoritatively, but yeah, they bought Lucasfilm and when they produced seven, eight, and nine, the episodes, they signed on Mark Hamill and uh, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher, and um, she died between episode eight and nine, so they had to, I, I don't know exactly how they did it, with maybe some CGI in that, but... Uh, uh, she uh, she was in the, uh, the the modern Star Wars movies that Rory knows so well, um, and she was a pretty badass figure with gray hair and uh, and uh, and a general's title. Okay, so I really didn't think that you would be able to convince me to watch them, but now I am curious only because Leia's badass. Yeah, I thought you might like that part, and you know right. what. Uh, we can get to it right now. You know, Ewoks, you know, just look at an Ewok and tell, look at an Ewok, look at one and tell okay. me you don't want to, you know, Google it. Do you know what an Ewok is? Well, people always tell me that my fluffy dog, Prissy, looks like an Ewok. So Your dog does look like an Ewok. Mm -hmm. You know what? Do Ewoks have little ponytails? Yeah, they do actually. You should Google. I think you and the Ewoks could hang. I really do. I think you would be very comfortable in the Ewok world. Okay, Ewok world. <laughs> Somebody right. tell me what the Ewok world is called, because I can't remember at the moment. Oh, I didn't even know that was a real thing. Or, I mean, a real thing. Yeah, it's thing. in, uh, uh, I think it's Return, yeah, Return of the Jedi. Okay, um, and Mandalorian, that's a Star Wars thing, too? Yeah, so Mandalorian um, is a Disney series uh, okay. that's been produced. Um, and I will, you know, I was skeptical, uh, super skeptical. Uh, my one of my best friends, Rob. He won't even touch anything that Lucas hasn't had his hands on. He won't touch that kind of Star Wars stuff. We're we're mm. we're a little intense about our Star Wars, but um, I think as as a dad trying to introduce his kid to the Star Wars world, and it's lots of fun being a dad introducing your kid to the Star Wars world when you're a bit of a fanatic. But when you're doing it, and they're creating really good new content that draws back from the old stuff. So when yeah. I show him, when I show him like the, like episode four, A New Hope, and he'll make connections from that to this new show he's watching. And so we both are kind of in this same world together. It's very cool. It's very cool. Okay, so in like 30 seconds, explain one, there's nine? Is that how many there are? There's nine, there's nine uh, major motion pictures, yeah. Okay, so explain kind of what it's about. Because what I know is there were twins, right? Leia and some dude. And then Harrison Ford came in. Yeah. I think I saw the original two, maybe, like as a child. But after that, all I know is Ewan McGregor was in one of them because my brothers watched it when we were kids. But I didn't. He's going to be in another one. Actually, before I get into that, let me tell you something. I've got, and, and, and I've got a little claim to fame. That you're when born was, on Star Wars Day? Yeah. I have a claim to fame here. So when I was, uh, I think, I have the photo somewhere, maybe eight or nine years old, a little older than Rory is now, I played T-ball in Markham, Ontario. And on my team, okay. at the time, little eight, nine years old kids, 
was Rafi Torres, who was one of the top draft picks in the NHL in like 2000, and Darth Vader, Hayden Christensen, who, who went to UHS, Unionville High School. He was, so I played T-ball with Darth Vader. No Shut joke. up. Yeah. Ooh, that kind of sounded like Darth Vader voice there. Can you? It's the, it's the breathing that freaks people out. That's exactly it right there. It's terrifying. It really is. Oh, that is really cool. I don't know. So I don't know. We've got Ewoks. We've got, uh, we've got uh, General Leia. We've got, um, we've got Star Wars, you know, it's a cool retro t-shirt. Is it not? Oh, look at you dressing for the day. No birthday hat, but you have a Star Wars t-shirt. Yeah. Can I, can we talk about face products for someone turning 40? I got some wrinkles here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You need eye cream. Is that what it is? It's eye cream? Yeah. I get a little blotchy. When I use use creams, I get a little blotchy. I don't know if that's going to work for me. Mm. Okay. I'll send you something. Text me your address and I will send you, because I was going to send you coffee anyways from my favorite Mount Bridges coffee roaster. Um, So I'll, yeah. Ojo's coffee. Ojo's. Yeah, and then I'll send you a sensitive skin cream that you can use around your eyes too, but it won't okay. have any retinol or anything. I'll give that a try. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, and then I'll so I'll send you a bottle. I'll send you a thing of coffee unground because you're the coffee thing, right? Mm-hmm. I do. I like to grind my own beans. Grinder. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll send you a moisturizer, but then I'll send you a sample of some fun, like hyaluronic acid, so we can bring you into the 21st century. One will just be a basic, high quality, sensitive skin moisturizer, and then I'll send you some samples of a hyaluronic acid. But yeah. I'm pumped for this. I was thinking about it yesterday when you brought it up, and I, you know what? I'm going to give this a try, you know, because I woke up this morning and I felt 40. I thought to myself, oh man. Oh no. Like, this is real, right? It's like, you know, I'm, I, I'm not a 30 something anymore. I'm not. Oh, well, I like that you're going before me. Yeah. Like you're doing this first. Because Monty's so much older than me that he's been 40 for like ever. Um, Okay, there was something I was going to tell you. Oh, so I woke up this morning and I broke one of the cardinal rules in marriage. Uh, So I had an upset stomach and I realized God was smiting me because I broke one of those rules in marriage, which was Monty's away. And I watched an episode a few seasons of a TV show that he and I were watching together, and I watched it without him. Oh, you're not allowed to do that. That's but that's, you know that's, what? That, that's relationship napalm right there. That's what that I is. I know. But okay, so it's younger on Prime with Hilary Duff. But I yeah. told him when we started it because he, you know, he's been reading a lot recently. But I told him when we started this show because normally our things like um, Boston Legal and West Wing. I would never watch without him. But I told him for, when we started this that I'd probably be watching it without him. But I'll go back and watch it with him. Um, but yeah, so when I woke up with an upset stomach this morning, I'm like, I am being smoked. So yeah, how what do you want? How, how does Monty handle that when you uh, when you when you uh, when you uh, go ahead of him in a TV show? Is that something? Well, it's that the first is, time it's ever happened, so I guess he's really he's never done it before. Okay. No, no. You're gonna have to keep me posted on this one. I want to know. I want to know how he handles this because I wouldn't be pleased. I really wouldn't. I would. Well, uh, okay. I think if it was like this is a pretty light, fluffy TV show. If this was like a hardcore TV show, then I I think I'd feel worse. But I did give him a heads up that it would probably happen. But I don't know. Maybe I won't be married when he comes home. I've been really getting into this uh, this TV show called because the new Disney app has 
movies yeah. and TV shows from all over. Like, cause they've got Star and they yeah. got a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I've been watching mm-hmm. Empire, uh, the it, the Lucius Lyon story, and it's a it's a story about a rapper who grows up in in almost nothing and, and creates like he becomes a music mogul and his family's like and it's it's a combination I imagine of. Of a bunch of different people's stories, not just one, but mm-hmm. like Chris Rock is in it, um, Jennifer Hudson. Uh, it's starring Terrence Howard. It's it's really really good. And the music is sensational. It's uh, okay. It's really- I I would check that out. Um, there's something I was going to tell you about that, but now it slipped my mind. Um, so what are you doing for your birthday? Or do you have any like plans? Did you celebrate Dude. with Rory already? No, I not yet. Hard to celebrate with the large group of friends. I spent time last night with my girlfriend. We okay. uh, we hung out, had uh, had a nice meal together, um, and Ooh. tonight Rory's coming over uh, to uh, blow some candles out on a cake. But it's a pretty low key one, to be honest with you. Uh, I'll I'll do some video calls with friends. I I've had a bunch of friends turn forty this year, right? Because the guys I grew up with and. Yeah. You know, everybody's. You know, it's. I think what we all agreed, and we we've we've all joked that next year we'll 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 all turn forty together once you know life's a little bit more normal. And like, there's lots of ideas now about doing like a fortieth birthday trip together because everybody didn't yeah. really get to celebrate their birth their birthdays the way they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my buddy Dan's been talking about uh, us all going down to Arizona and and uh, and and driving race cars together on a track somewhere. So he's. Uh, I don't know. We might have some fun. Do something cool. So last night, did you and your friend do takeout or did someone cook? What did we do last night? Uh, we got Chipotle uh, and yeah, no, we had, what did we do? We had fish and chips last night. I got a, I got a voice from the other room. Um, yeah, we had fish and chips last night. That's what we had. It was Chipotle the night before. Yeah, because I'm, so what I wanted to do around my birthday is I got lots of different foods that are like kind of the, the, the favorite foods that remind me of stuff growing up. You know, like uh, Chipotle is not one of those, but fish and chips is. Like fish and chips, yeah. when, you, when, you, when you're from a play, like an island place, and people forget, like, you know, Scotland is like kind of, it's kind of like island living. Um, like yeah. fish and chips is a big deal there. Like if you're a Maritimer, fish and chips is a big deal. So I, I don't get fish and chips enough. Got it last night, loved it. Tonight, I think we're going to cook um, corned beef hash. Do you know what that is? Oh, I do. Yeah, I so... So, um, and that's a childhood food for you. Yeah, when, we, when we, we first came to Canada, we were we were immigrants. We didn't have a ton of money, and so there were lots of ways that my mom was creative about about making food. And corned beef hash is not that expensive, right? Because like corned beef is like one of the cheapest canned. It's like Meat in a can. Yeah, it's well, not. Yeah. And but and I know it's cheap. I know it's like they're not the best. Like for like, but for me, it was one of my favorite things when I was like three years old. And so you okay. like, it's just, it's just a food that connects with you. And Rory's never had it. So I'm going to try and cook it tonight for him. So does it remind you of cat food? Cause it reminds me of cat food. It will now. Thank You're you welcome. for that. Yeah. I appreciate no problem. it. So Very do you put, when you do corned beef hash, do you put like those frozen grated potato hash brown things with it? No, I do a mashed potatoes. Okay. Um, that, that's really much better. I spread a little bit of butter on the top of the mashed potatoes and then use the fork to press it down. So it's kind of crispy on top by the time it's done. Um, yeah, if you want, I can, uh, I'll do, I can take a few photos and, uh, I can, uh, I can take show a photo. you. The yeah. Sounds like the best way to eat cat food. You well, know, you know Monty's right. all about the spam, right? Is he really? You know this? No, I don't oh know. Oh my god! 
so repulsive. Yeah, he loves spam. So like if there's we're home for an extended period of time, Christmas holidays, like he'll he'll eat it for breakfast. And he definitely ate it with his father growing up, which again reminds me of cat food. But it's, it's funny, eh? If you if you eat something in your early years, if there's a meal, no matter what it is, and it, and it has emotional memories tied to it, like mm -hmm. or any kind of nostalgic thing, it's not really about the what it tastes like. It's about what exactly. it reminds you. Yeah, totally. And you know what? I love that idea of when we talk about food, that it's more than just what we're putting in our body. It's how we eat it, who we eat it with. Well, when I when I was uh, serving in one of my uh, my, my uh, parish appointments as a priest, we had one evening community mm -hmm. that we called uh, a community that gathered around two tables because we wanted to get we want we wanted. Uh, life around the table, like the family life around the table, but making, like setting the table, cooking, cooking, doing the dishes, preparing food to be yeah. relevant the same way a church, like, like the church service wasn't reaching people, a lot of people the way a, uh, a Sunday dinner would. So we kind of, we realized that, that food was more, uh, more than just nourishment for our stomachs. It was also a way that gathered community and bound us together. It was, it was cool to really see it in action. I love stuff like that. Hey, a person just mentioned on Instagram, hey, there's a book reviewer here. If you go, buddy, to my stories and swipe up, you can order David's book. Thank so you. It is dakish.review. That's who it was. Very cool. All righty, David, let's just check out our... Okay, so we talked about Star Wars. I'm just looking at the notes we made before. Did I convince you, by the way? Are you going to check yeah, out General Leia? Oh, I probably won't check it out anytime soon, but let's face it, I'm in lockdown. What else do I have to do? And I happen to have Disney+. Plus. Um, so yeah, I'm more interested about like General Leia, because badass women are my jam, um, than I am really about the whole Star Wars thing. Um, I've, you would call it fantasy, right? Like, is that the genre you would put it in? Well, it's sci-fi, right? Like it's, uh, okay. yeah, I, I would say Lord of the Rings is more fantasy. Fantasy. Um, right? Also never yeah. seen Lord of the Rings. Oh. <laughs> I know. One of these so days, one of these days that's going to become, uh, we're going to, you know, I might show up, you know, some, some people think I already look a bit like a hobbit. I don't know. So like, um, you know, we'll, maybe we'll Buddy, you show up with jewelry. I will watch some things about rings. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so Die Hard at Christmas. That was like one little thing. Have you, do you, have you seen Die Hard? Many, many times. It's a great Christmas movie. Okay. I have not seen it, and I'm, I don't know if you know about this, but I'm, like, obsessed with Christmas movies. Actually went to watch one the other day on Amazon Prime, and it was not available. Um, we watched them, we definitely start watching those September 1st hardcore in our house, but, like, what is it, March, May? And I was about yeah. to watch a Christmas movie, because they bring me so much joy, so. Well, it's almost half Christmas. Uh, half Christmas is coming soon. Yeah, actually, fun story. My brother's birthday, Peter, number three, he is, um... June 25th, so his half birthday is Christmas. Okay, so David got to pick the news story today because I didn't see anything that popped out at me except something popped out at me about David's news story. David, tell us about your news story. Which one was it? Remind me once more. Bill and Melinda. Oh yeah, sorry, I thought you were talking about something else for a second and I was like, if I'm, I, I thought that was what I was gonna talk about. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. To see uh, that Bill and Melinda Gates um, have yeah. announced their divorce. Um, 27 years, Yeah, I a think. long, long time. A long time. I think we're cutting out on Facebook again. Oh, stupid Facebook. I think we... Uh, oh, no, you're moving. You're moving. There you are. Okay, you're back. 
Okay. So Bill and Melinda. So Bill and Melinda. Have you met you know, them? They, I'm a huge fan of theirs. Um, you know, yeah. Bill. Bill's brilliant, right? Like I, I don't think you know. You can have lots of opinions about the get, you know, what Bill and Melinda have done with their money, or what they haven't done, or Microsoft, or all these different things. But the man's brilliant, yeah. right? Like there's no getting around that. He, he, he. Yeah, he's an American. Anytime, anytime you do anything, people have opinions. So. Yeah, um, I really. Um, when I watched the Netflix series recently, uh, if you watched it on, uh, on Bill Gates, Bill, is it kind of, it's, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's like essentially Bill's brain. And they did a, okay, totally did, that. it's fascinating. And there's lots of stuff about Melinda, about Melinda in there and, and her role in his life and how to me, it seemed as though this man would have had no shot at being uh, as successful or as productive if he did not have this woman in his corner. Um, uh, oh, because cool. she is bril she is brilliant in her own right, and that's uh, I loved the marriage of that. As I, as I kind of did some reading afterwards to get to you know the history of their relationship, um, her the the kind of initiative she's been involved in, um, and the way their partnership as a as a couple, and then uh, with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation afterwards, what they've been they've been able to do globally um, to to make positive change yeah, around yeah. the world. Um, it was heartbreaking to see. Um, but it reminds us um, that um, even those who have the most resources at their disposal, um, mm -hmm. even those who've had lots and lots of years to be with one another, even those who have had successful years, you know, um, even the best marriages can fail. Um, and uh, a lot of, I felt a lot of empathy yeah, for yeah. them as somebody who, who's, who's gone through divorce. And, oh. uh, it's, uh, and to do it in the, in the public eye, it's very difficult. And I can't... Uh, I have a lot of time for them and what they've done for the world. And I, I hope they get the kind of peace they, they deserve in the middle of all this. You hear me? No. Oh no. I'm, we're having a little pause. We're having a little pause Rose? on Instagram. Okay. We're back. Here we go. We're back. Uh, no, you just cut out a bit. That was all. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I, I totally echo what you said. Um, I haven't followed them super closely, but I mean, I did see Belinda speak, Melinda, with him. Melinda speak at a very intimate gathering I was at a few years ago, and I was really impressed. She was talking about education, I think, in the United States. It was in the States that I saw her um, back when we could cross the border. And yeah, but the one thing I have to, I, I echo everything you said. I feel bad for them. It's so interesting, you know, they've been together for so long. They've been a beautiful team and now they've decided to part ways. Um, the one thing I had to laugh was that picture that was in the Daily Mail. I sent it to you and it yeah. was, you know, a typical family photo. And it just went to show me that no matter how wealthy you are, he, Bill was wearing shorts, white tube socks, hold up his eyes, they would go, and some running shoes. And that made me giggle. And I think it was a really beautiful, as much as I knock, um, I think it's a really beautiful reminder. Again, that we're all just like, we're all humans and- Real, you know, real people. Real, real people. Yeah, people are real people regardless of how much money they have. So um, I look forward you know to- I've always, I've, always wanted, I've always wanted access to the, uh, to the outtakes of the McNaughton family Christmas message. Um, you guys do like a recorded uh, Christmas yeah. message. Together. Yeah. I've, yeah, always, so I've, I've always loved them. I've always wanted to know what all the outtakes look like. Cause I know what it would be like trying to get my family to do that. So, 
So it goes like this. Um, so generally we do it, we have a teleprompter, we do it in front of a green screen in a recording studio. Um, and, you know, we get the, uh, some writer, like a speechwriter will write it and then I'll go through and kind of edit it and say, you shouldn't do that. I would never phrase it that way. Okay, so then we do it, we do a few takes, and then usually Annie is stealing the show, doing something hilarious. Now that she's older, she's sort of like, I don't want to be in it. Um, and then... Wait, so, wait till she's 16. Sometimes it takes, oh God, I know, right? Uh, sometimes it takes numerous takes. I think our highest amount of takes is 17. But this year was great. We just did it in front of our Christmas tree, like, you know, with a phone because yeah. we're in lockdown and we couldn't even see our families, much less a camera crew. And uh, it was done in one take, I think. Yeah, it was pretty easy. So who knows? Maybe simpler is better. Can, can I ask you, as um, mm -hmm. as, so, as somebody who, ha who is in the public eye, who's living in the pandemic, who's married to a, a senior politician, um, what's, it, what's it like being in lockdown and feeling like that pressure of, uh, of, of you know, really having to, 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 to make sure you're adhering to all the rules? Uh, so, you know what? It's not a big deal. We're so used to it. It turns out I'm a great homebody. So that's been less of an issue. The thing that has been the creepiest is people watching our house, right? And we had like an incident with someone taking pictures over the fence of kids, like our child was in the photo. Um, so that's more the issue than really, yeah, than really like people watching, I, mean, I don't care. I don't go anywhere. Um, and every time we do have to have someone come to our household, like we've been pretty, it's because of essential childcare, right? Because I'm here by myself. So if I want to do anything, I shouldn't say I'm here by myself. I don't want people to know that. But um, I'm here by myself a lot of the time. Um, and I do have a good security system. But um, so I do have to have help. And so for a while, you know, people were a bit more watching our house and complaining and saying like, oh, you're having too many people go in and out and like checking the license plates. But um, I think people have chilled out the last little bit because now we're all so used to it. But there's nothing that people love more than trying to catch politicians breaking their own rules. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you know what? There's so many, I think we've been through so many other things in life and there's so many real crises and we've been doing politics so long that like this isn't the craziest thing that's happened. I'm starting to actually notice that as I've been talking to people lately is there, there is this, this genuine, uh, this this general sense of God, we all we all will just want to get through this together somehow. Um, I think I think that um, uh, I think that there was a moment, and I think it still exists of a of a partisan nature around lots of things. But I think the more, the more people I took, talk to, the more people are just like, okay, we get we got to find a way to link arms and get through this because it's uh, this is this is bigger than we all thought it would be. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought that we'd be going on 14 months of lockdown? And especially for us being in Toronto, like whenever they announce a new lockdown, we're like, really? Did we even leave the first? Because we've been code gray. Like I was, I would, I know people are going to throw stuff at me. I was, I was in Mexico when the prime minister called everyone home. Um, so I, I had to get, like, I got a flight to come home at the time. And at the time I felt kind of resentful about it. Cause I thought to myself, I can't believe I spent all this money and I'm, you know, I'm having to come home for this, this month lockdown. Um, I had no real sense of how big a deal this was going to become at the time. Um, if you, yeah. like, you could not have convinced me on that flight home that 14 months later, this was going to be what it looked like. Right. Crazy town. What's next on our thing? Oh, David. 
Now, this is a bit tricky for us to do live, but maybe we'll figure it out tomorrow. But I wanted to talk about our next thing, which is, um, again, moving, like using our spring, our perception as a springboard. We didn't think we'd be here in 14 months. Yeah. There's this saying, two sayings, that the world is just us pushed out. So our own reality, and it mm -hmm. kind of goes best explained, we see the world not as it is, but as we are. Yep. So David and I have had this conversation off air. What if, because everyone's now we're, you know, with the pandemic and the lockdown, a lot of people are complaining that their Facebook feeds, social media feeds are extremely negative. And I'm laughing because mine is like so positive and happy and full of cats doing funny things. And so, um, what? I find it fascinating. You were telling me oh. this recently about how, how like you get you get inundated with like happiness medicine constantly in the algorithm of Facebook or Instagram or yeah. whatever. It is. That's not my feed. My feed I, is literally <laughs> it, it, it's like it's like a monk who has who has a deep flair for M and M. That's that's uh, that that's essentially what's being uh, advertised to me. Okay. I like, I love Facebook ads. There's, they tell me so much about myself and I feel like it's like, I wrote it down here, an AI version of our subconscious is, and there's this saying, and I don't know who said it, but every time I get a feed for a baby item on my, uh, like an ad for a baby item is that Google and Amazon will know when a woman is pregnant before she knows she's pregnant. And I just think that's so fascinating. Explain that to me again. Like, Give that one to me once more. I'm okay. not sure I understand. So, so um, because all of the things we do are tracked. So yes, the things we do online. So you know, I'll be talking to someone in a room, not on my phone, but my phone will overhear what I'm saying. Like, oh, I should watch Die Hard, and then all of a sudden I'll get an ad for like Bruce Willis or I don't know something like that. Um, so yes, our series listen to us. Um, Oh, but right. never even thought of it that way. They could be the Siri, Alexa could be listening around the around lots of things. Oh, totally. But then think about it this way: when we used to go out in public and go shopping, they would track our retinas. Have you ever done those things? There's so many points of contact from all the surveillance that, and this isn't a this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is real. Yeah, no, no. I'm aware of it. But so, for instance, say you're walking down an aisle at Canadian Tire, you see a toaster, your retinas track it, you know, you kind of think to yourself, oh, yeah, I, I like that toaster. I need a new toaster. And then all of a sudden you start getting ads for toasters. But you're like, wait a minute. I never said the word toaster. I never Googled the word toaster. Yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> so I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. But then it's also cool to see what social media thinks we want to see. And maybe that's a great way to view our lives and like what we're thinking about. And when people are saying, oh my goodness, my social media feed is so negative. It's is a, it really a reflection back of what you're putting into it. Ah, fair yeah. Enough. yeah. And like fair you're enough. clicking on the negative. And I laugh because I have some spouses, like political spouses um, that were, you know, that I'm friends with, my husband's colleagues' spouses. And we, you know, the things we talk about, it's quite interesting. Then they're saying like people are really upset about whatever, say there was a bill passed yeah. um, and just how it doesn't show up on my feed. And uh, yesterday we were talking about how we have, um, we tend to hang out with people who share the same values where I find my social media feed because I'm so between two worlds, um, a, a social justice feminist theory world, but also a conservative political field. Um, I have, 
quite the cross section of people in my Instagram feed, especially Facebook. If you, if you were, if you were to ever uh, run for office, is, mm -hmm. do, you, do, you, do you know what party you would, you would represent? I would assume the conservatives. I don't know if they'd want me, but I mean, that's just checking. Yeah. That's just checking. Yeah. You know, I don't think I can't, it's funny because if you had asked me if I was interested in running for office years ago, I probably would have said yes. Now I'm just like all the things I want to do and the changes I want to do in the world. I don't think government's an effective way to make those changes. So I don't see myself running. <laughs> let's not, let's not get you quoted saying that. <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, there's people who want to do things. And I just, at this point in my life, I feel like the changes I want to make are much better done through grit and persistence than asking for the government to help. Maybe that's a conservative in me saying like, yeah, I don't expect the government to I've had, you know, do those things. I've had different places in my life on this and, I, and I've worked, you know, I've worked in the shelter system. I've worked um, mm -hmm. in advocacy. Um, I've been at Queen, Queen's Park to do some advocacy in my, in my life. So I've seen it in di different ways. And I think the thing I've come to realize is that there's a place for, for everyone in, in the system to make a difference, right? Like whether you're making the difference from the floor, floor of question period, or whether you're making the difference in the kitchen at the shelter, um, there, there's a place for everyone to make a difference in substantial change. Um, but yeah, I can see where you'd be effective in both worlds of, uh, of hand, getting hands dirty as well as uh, uh, making big speeches. <laughs> Maybe I'll be the Melinda Gates. Who knows? I'll take over the world. Who knows? Um, all righty. So anything else we want to say? I have a one o'clock call. I have to hop on. Well, uh, it's been nice to spend my birthday with you. Yay! Well, I'm honored to spend your 40th birthday with you. Yeah. And what are we talking about tomorrow? Do we have any preview for tomorrow? Um. No, we kind of had a blank. We were thinking like maybe a guest, but why don't you do a big mental health spiel? See how I'd like to do that. Works. It's mental health week and uh, there's a whole big thing about name it, don't numb it um, that I, I wouldn't mind talking a little bit about, about how if we, uh, if we continue to, to keep things stigmatized and we, uh, and we don't actually name the struggles we're having, um, that mm -hmm. we end up with no choice but to numb it, to make, to make it go away so it doesn't hurt so bad. So... Uh, name it, don't numb. It's a big thing at CMHA. So let me uh, give me some time tomorrow, and I'll uh, I'll chat with you about that. All right, awesome. Well, take care. Happy birthday, and we'll see you tomorrow at twelve fifteen. Bye, Kate. Good to see you. Okay. Bye.